to Modern Figures Podcast, hosted by Dr. Jeremy Waysom and Dr. Kyla McMullen, where we are elevating the voices of Black women in computing to inspire the next generation of the advanced technology workforce. This podcast exists to highlight the stories of Black women in computing, to inspire high schoolers and the young at heart, and to dispel the myths and preconceptions about Black women in computing. This podcast wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. This season is generously supported by NCWIT and CRAWP. The National Center for Women and Information Technology, or NCWIT, is a nonprofit community that convenes, equips, and unites change leader organizations to increase the influential and meaningful participation of girls and women in technology. And the Computing Research Association's Committee on Widening Participation in Computing, or CRAWP, endeavors to increase the success and participation of underrepresented groups in computing research and education at all levels. Today we have with us Dr. Nashley Cephas, who is a tech evangelist and plant whisperer. More on that later. Currently, she's an applied science manager for the Amazon Artificial Intelligence Initiative, which focuses on fairness and identifying biases in technology. Her PhD is from the School of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Georgia Institute of Technology, and she has had numerous jobs. (laughs) Kyla's laughing because this list is... um, Very long, very distinguished, and I'm going to start some of it right now. (laughs) IBM, Delphi, the University of California at Berkeley, GE Research Center, GE Energy, Miller Transporters, a university in Seoul, South Korea. Y'all, she's been there, done that, all of the things. We're going to talk about a couple of those things, but the most important, I think, for us to mention right now is that she is the founder and CEO of The Bean Path, which is a nonprofit organization based in Jackson, Mississippi, that works on assisting individuals with technical expertise and guidance to help fill the tech gap in her community. So, Nashley, welcome. (laughs) Hello, hello. Hi. I just, I am trying to breathe and overcome what I just read. You know, one of the things I didn't mention, (laughs) one of the many things I didn't mention, is that she has a bachelor's of science degree (laughs) from computer engineering from Mississippi State University, and she's a native of Jackson, Mississippi. Woo-hoo. Okay. So native of Jackson, Mississippi. My father is from there. And Maybe. I told you we have yeah. like a connection. We, I'll show it. When we talked to uh, Amber Johnson, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're related. Y'all cousins. Johnson Simon <laughs> Dinkins is like my family name. So it's quite possible we're like not play cousins. We're real cousins. Yes. <laughs> but naturally, we're probably family. Um, what was it like growing up in Jackson, Mississippi? I kind of have some insight, but. Right. Did you envision uh, all of this for you? No, no, absolutely not. Um, I just want to say, y'all, I've been, I've been trying to get on this podcast for- <laughs> For like 10 years. She said this earlier. And I was like, so so I'm so happy that I made the cut. Made the cut. Shout out to him. You are the cut. Like you literally. But look, I'm so happy to be here. Y'all, I I highly esteem these ladies and what they're doing. Those of you all out there listening. I hope y'all really um 
you know, take a close look at what they're doing is it's changing the game. Uh, we were just talking earlier about how I wish I had this coming up, you know, mm-hmm. going through all the stuff, all the things. All that list. That all right. of us, yes. <laughs> you know, every every opportunity comes with some challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, at least mine. Now, maybe y'all got some out there that haven't. But, uh, you know, let me know. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I just, I just really appreciate being here. Um, did I imagine all this? No. Um, I, like I always say, I just, I just do what I'm supposed to do. And mm-hmm. uh, I try to do my best. And um, somehow that ends up putting me in these other places that propel me along and that leads to something else and leads to something else. And, um, you know, I just try to put one foot in front of the other. Um, so, so growing up in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, what, part, what part of Jackson are you from? I am from uh, this area called Shady Oaks. Okay. And they say, you know, nothing good is com- nothing good comes from Shady Oaks. If you, if you listen to uh, Dr. Amber Johnson's podcast, she's also from Jackson, Mississippi, um, the area called Georgetown, which is they're like neck and neck, and so. Mm. Um, they actually meet at this place called Freedom Corner, uh, where uh, Martin Luther King Drive and Mar- Mega Evers Boulevard meets. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's that's where I grew up in Jackson. It's kind of serendipitous that the two of you are connected. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it though? Connected. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it so much is. Oh my god. That's deep. Like I saw a picture. We have to find it. Like when you all did, um, I forget what conference it was, but the two of you did a speech together. And there was a picture where was it your birthday and Amber was there, or the <laughs> vice versa, and like they're babies, like little. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yes, uh, Amber has that picture floating around somewhere. I, I do not have it. Just that I did I not raise that from the dead and put it out there for people to see. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yes, apparently, uh, you know, that was her birthday party. Her one okay, year, her I think I was there. Uh, I think my little sister was there. So both both our moms worked at the post office. Wow. Um, so that that whole post office post office kids out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like we know <laughs> how to look at a letter and know whether you should open it or not. Like at the age mm. of five, like that's mm, wow. Post office kids know about that. And so uh, it's a very close knit community. Um, uh, those people, you know, they work together, they live their lives, they're very close. Uh, I know a lot of her family, her family knows a lot of my family, vice versa. So um very excited y'all, to y'all be. play cousins then. We, we play, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. So, so that means we're cousins too, because, you know, oh, yeah, cousins yeah. with Amber, then you for real my play cousin. You know, there that's you how go. it works in our community. Is yeah. it transitive? Yeah, in the community. Correct. In the community. <laughs> in our community. Yeah, that's correct. how it works. That's so like when when you were in elementary school, like did you have like a strong science background or math or like were you thinking that you know you were gonna do something that was like technical? I have the answer to this. Yes. There's a whole TED talk where oh, this is discussed. Nice. And you know, for those of you who wanna see her and, and see all of her fabulousness, because right now she's chilling. Right, like right. a chill podcast. So we, modest. we at home talking, <laughs> but see her on that stage in that TED talk. Just look up her name; it's there. We will mm-hmm. put the link in the episode. So if you go to the yeah. website, we'll put the link on the episode. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Thank you, thank you for for uh, for mentioning that. I I talk a lot about you know my upbringing, and um, 
you know, I, I grew up in a home uh, full of women. Uh, so my mom, my grandmother, uh, my sister, and then it was grandma's house. So you always had cousins in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, we we pretty much did everything. Um, I, I talk about how we we mowed the yard, like we we put the Christmas lights up on the roof. <laughs> uh, you know, Nashley, can you help me hang the ceiling fan? You know, and I, I joke, I got electrocuted one time, <laughs> only once. And that, that, and from that point on, I knew. Okay, turn that breaker off. Yeah. Okay. It only takes one time. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I knew. Okay, this is. I'm learning how things work. And um, you know, before you know, it, you start to get you know pretty handy. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a DIYer at heart. Um, I've done everything from put down hardwood floors to hardwood. Yes. Okay. Yes. Install uh, whatever type of. I probably shouldn't be installing this, but I, I have <laughs> installed electrical. Uh, sockets, units, all types of stuff. And um, I think early on, you know, it just really taught me, you know, even even as women, I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about gender roles until mm-hmm. I got into the world and I graduated. Um, but in that house, like, yeah, we did everything. And, and that kind of led me to my interest in science and engineering and how things work. And um, I was empowered to figure it, figure it out. And, you know, mm-hmm. as engineers, like, as scientists, we solve problems. Um, and so I was doing it at a very early age. That's so cool. I know, like, in, you'd mentioned, like, your mom bringing home a computer and how much that really influenced you early on. Were the rest of your family as intrigued by the <laughs> technology that entered the school? Uh, so my, I know my sister liked playing the games, right? <laughs> and so, but we, it was it was more than just the games. Like, I, you know... Back then, it was a three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk and mm-hmm. the dial-up, you know, and we were trying to download stuff, and then grandma had to use the phone, and so we had to get out uh, and, and start all yeah. over, like, come on, girl, can you give me, like, 10 more minutes? And, of course, the download takes – it never takes whatever time it says. Right. No. <laughs> it's no, going to no. take, like, three times as much. And so uh, that was the age of, uh, you know, computing that I, that I came up in, but um, people just ended up <clears> – <throat> you know, relying on me to uh, to help them with the computer. So I, I was just trying to do my homework. Then it, it went beyond <laughs> the games, you know. Then it went, oh, there's there's internet. There's another world out there. Oh, there's, um, yeah. I can create birthday cards. I can, yeah. um, you know, make banners uh, for people's baby showers, you know, yeah. and I can get paid yeah. for it. And um and it and it started I started exploring so much more uh, than what was just there in front of me, and people looked to me to kind of be the expert for that sort of thing. And this I was what middle school at the time I think, and so oh, wow. um, <laughs> yeah, and it was like you know young uh, entrepreneur yeah. exactly exactly. So um, and it's and it's interesting because again like I always say like technology you know at that time that was big you know that was crazy like oh you're printing banners like that was fancy you know it's like nobody does that now but um i think that uh it really shows how technology plugged into our everyday lives um and it wasn't this intimidating unattainable thing i tried to bring it down to our level yeah we were going to birthday parties and baby showers and doing homework you know how can technology help me do the things i'm already doing today and i kind of love how you know even today with technology like you think about it like that, yeah, it's a it's a tool. It can be used for harm, but it can be used for a lot of good as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. So I have a similar story with you. Like literally brought home the computer. I am now with the computer. So yes. <laughs> you are one with yes. <laughs> So I bet you're like that person that all your aunts and uncles or whoever calls to say, hey, my printer is not printing. My computer is not putin. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. So I definitely, you know, identify with you on that one. So in that same vein, so in middle school, you were the computer person. So I know sometimes in high school, there's like specialized programs where you can go into like a tech or science related area. Did you have any of those kinds of influences? Yeah, I think um, in, in in middle school, that was, uh, you know, I always say that my mom, you know, she, she was a single parent, uh, you know, with my grandmother, of course, but um, she raised us, my, my sister and I, and um Sometimes my cousins were there, you know, she was raising them. And so um, we could not be at home during the summer because if you're at home by yourself, she's at work or whatever, you know, that leads to no good. And so we were in everything, like every little summer program, every little camp, summer reading at the library, like she kept us busy. And I'm so thankful for it because, you know, I have so many people around me who, you know, easily got into other things that, led them down a different path and so um you know i come from a neighborhood where you know you had a lot of people doing other things like you know getting into you know a lot of trouble and Mm -hmm. so i was i was grateful to have a lot of things to do it so one of those things was summer and uh, summer science camps and and engineering camps um actually a lot of them were at jackson state university um hbcu in jackson mississippi and um i remember attending those we I, I want to attend those because we got a free um graphing calculator and so the graphing <laughs> it was like that's where you go to get yeah. the free graphic calculator so now you got the calculator and you could take that and use that you know throughout the school year um you could program it and all these mm-hmm. things and so yeah, 84 yes 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 and, and so and i knew my mom wasn't gonna buy one of those so i had to go to this camp to get that they and were so, not cheap um, and they still are not cheap. Oh no, oh no, oh no, and not at all. And so and, and that that's a whole nother we can come back to that, but um, you know, just having access to tools and things that mm-hmm. you know help you be more successful in, in STEM. Mm-hmm. Um like that's that was essential for me um to really gain that momentum that I needed and that confidence um by going to those summer programs. And so I remember my eighth grade teacher sent me to a camp uh which was actually at Mississippi State. And so now this time I get to go away from home for like two weeks. I'm like, oh shoot, sign me up. You know, I can't wait. You know, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get out and be out here in the eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? Eighth grade. So, Girl, I so, the same thing. I, I was I was so happy. Um, you know, when I got there, and it was a girl, it was a camp for girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had to worry about, even though there was college guys, you know, we, we take a peek, you know, we see what's going on, <laughs> on the other side of the dorm, you know what I'm saying? Right, of course. But, of course. <laughs> but, but it was, you know, we were right there uh, learning about all the different types of engineering. That was really the first time I really understood what it was, um, mm-hmm. even though we had used the term, you know, I was thinking, it's just like somebody that works on a railroad train, like I've heard mm-hmm. of the engineer, right. engineer the conductor. <laughs> But I really understood, oh, there's biomedical, oh, there's computer, oh, there's civil, you know, there's like eight different types of engineering, like, what? You know, like, I never knew, you know, it's like, and so I remember the computer engineering in particular is what really steered me towards, um, you know, my passion, because I was like, you mean, all I got to do is type in these letters and numbers 
in this computer and I can control this thing over here or that thing over there. And I was like, I can take over the world. That's where that comes from. That's, that's how y'all end up computer engineers. Yes, because we want to take over the world. It's like, I wrote something over here and something happened over there. Okay. That's it. That's it. And I'm like, okay. this is where I need to be right here. And so from that point <laughs> on, I told everybody, I'm going to be a computer engineer. That's what I'm going to be. <laughs> You know, and so, and, and it, and it kind of moved, you know, throughout, uh, you know, getting involved in other programs at school. Um, there was like a math club and, and I was into music a lot too. So I played in concert band, marching band. What instrument? Um, I played the piano. I played the cymbals, percussion, okay. um, auxiliary, like all kinds of stuff. And so a jazz band, I also played for my church. So I was, I was really into music. I actually won a lot of competitions that gave me like scholarships for music. And so Damn, I was going to wow. major in music. I thought about majoring in music and um, and I have an uncle still to this day. Um, he went to uh, Indiana, uh, like one of the top music schools. He's like, should have majored in music. I'm like, oh, like I did good. <laughs> like, I'm all right. Can you, can you give it, can you let it slide? You know, that's right. hilarious. That's hilarious. But yeah, I, I think I, I made a good decision by going into computer engineering. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's working out. Definitely. Maybe. Okay, so you knew for sure you were going to be a computer engineer. And, I mean, you actually ended up doing that. That's really uncommon. So <laughs> I really want to know, like, how things went for you. I mean, aside from being great at everything, it sounds like in high school and being like the nerd, but like the cool nerd, as I heard you put it. I, I know. That's how, yeah, this, I, we, yeah, I was, the, I, I like to think of myself that way too. I don't know about Kyla. Kyla wasn't. I know really, I'm a nerd. No, so but you weren't, you weren't thinking you were one when you were in high school. Cause you were talking about how like yeah. you were anti-school. Yeah, I was anti everything. Oh, like anti school. I was. Oh my, yes, yes, anti school. Yeah, yes. I'm like the information's in a book. We can just read <laughs> look at her face and convene later. Y'all can't see her face, but it looks very annoyed. She would have been a perfect student during the pandemic. She oh my god, we don't have to meet up for this. Yeah, we really don't. This yeah. whole class could have been an email saying, "Read this book." Not an email. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's go back to Nashley. Yes. <laughs> cool nerd life. Uh, how yeah. was that in, in high school? I, I, I like to think that, you know, I was I was pretty cool with everybody, you know, even though I was kind of, you know, I was sort of at the top. I graduated top three uh, oh. started my class. Wow. But um, it was uh, pretty interesting because I, I was a, a band nerd, you know, um, and then I also, you know, was into like, you know, the math club type stuff, um, <laughs> you know, and I played tennis and oh. I played, uh, so I was into sports and See, I tried I basketball. All, I said all the things. Here we go. What did you try basketball? <laughs> I tried, I tried basketball. I couldn't quite get that pick okay. and roll down, mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. so I didn't quite make the team, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I still, my mom said, well, maybe you should try some sports. Just you're more on your own, like singles, <laughs> tennis. Maybe you're not built for team sports. Oh, mom. <laughs> wow, mom. She put me on that path. And I was pretty good. I was pretty good. I actually won city 
Oh, and so I, you know, yeah, I just pretty good. Okay. I just one for the whole city. Okay. You know, just nothing big. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was pretty. You know, I was one of those folks. I think it. 11 or 12th grade year, I was like uh, going to meet up with a coach at like 5 a.m. to practice. Tennis. Oh, wow. Like before, you were before school. And, um, you know, again, it's just, I think, I think my mom knew this or my family knew this, but I needed to be able to focus on something so that I can work at it just to stay, you know, out of trouble, keep my mind occupied. Mm-hmm. So I think that, um, you know, they say an idle mind is a devil's workshop. And yes. I, I so believe that. It's so true for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just need things to 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 apply myself to. Um, and I think so many times that we have young people that, you know, they don't have something to apply their minds to. So mm-hmm. they're going to apply to whatever comes, you know, and yep. sometimes it's not the best thing. And so right. um, I, I was just grateful that I had people in my life to kind of point me in the right direction. Um, That's but such yeah, a Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and I and I say I'm I'm definitely I did not get here on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so many people that helped me along the way. I'm not one of those people like self made this. Right. And that. No, no. Uh, and I don't believe anybody is self made. Somebody had to birth you. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's how I kind of feel like I was I was kind of like the cool nerd. I did a lot. You know, I was I was uh, in a lot yeah. of spaces, <laughs> and and so I met a lot of people. Uh, even across school districts. And so, like, even people today, I'm like, I'm trying to remember where I know you from. <laughs> you didn't go to my high school, but I knew you from this camp or this program, you know, because we did so much growing up. So. That's so cool. Um, so one of the connection points is that my my dad went to your high school. Oh, snap. So, yeah. Mustangs. Go <laughs> Yeah, he's a Mustang. And I just, it's just so weird. Like, the world is so small. <laughs> It is really, it's so small, but that's like really amazing that like, and just knowing like that community and like where you come from, Mm -hmm. you're uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was actually having a conversation last night with someone and, um, you know, sometimes you think like, I'm I'm not supposed to be. Right, like it's you think about the 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 statistics. Statistics. Statistics will say, no way this will happen, right? right. Um, but you know, I, I'm 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 a, I'm a faithful person. You know, I think uh, they say the steps of a good man are ordered or a good mm-hmm. woman. You know, and so I just I just again take one step from the other, and I believe that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and then one day this will lead to some impact that will influence the whole generation even after i'm gone you know so that's you're already doing that yes already we're gonna get into that in a second so you were the cool nerd were you a cool nerd in college how did that work out you know i was a struggling student (laughs) there's no cool in college (laughs) there was no cool i think the only cool like i got the only thing i felt was cool was uh i'm so i'm a delta delta sigma theta I think the convention is going on right now. So shout out to all the Deltas out there. Um, I think for me, because I went to Mississippi State, which was had a great experience there. I had, you know, I was always wanting to take advantage of every opportunity, like whether that's studying abroad, uh, you mentioned Seoul, South Korea, um, had an opportunity to study in France, um, interning at different places, uh, working here, doing some of the research programs here and there. Berkeley, I think I was the first person ever from Mississippi to like do that particular program. 
And so I just think it was, uh, you know, everything was was kind of meant to be, and I just I just took advantage of it. And so I uh, ended up, of course, being an engineer. We know it's not a lot of black people, not a lot of women. Uh, I needed a sense of community at uh, the PWI that I was at, predominantly white institution. And so uh, I I ended up going Greek with, with Deltas because um, that gave me that sense of community that. I, I probably, you know, probably if I were at a HBCU, I often say I, I probably would not have even done that because I probably would have had that experience, that nurturing, that feeling. Yeah. Um, but that that's what that was for me. And so I feel like that kind of gave me enough cool to be <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, to be the cool nerd. Uh, but but yeah, it was I would often like leave parties going straight to the lab. Oh, wow. Because um, my, my, well, lab. Okay. my sororers and labs and, and uh, line sisters were, you know, you know, they were not an engineer, and of course, so, mm-hmm. you know, they, they could hang out on the yard, as they say, you know, do all these mm-hmm. things. So I was like working, you know, my butt off trying to participate, be a part of everything as well as keep my grades up. Because uh, I was I was on scholarship, you know, that's, that's you know, mm-hmm. either you do or you die. And right. so um, there was no playing around with that. And so, yeah, back go to the party, leave the party, go to the lab because I got a test the next morning. I got to turn in this lab. Um, that's what I was doing. Why did you choose Mississippi State? Yeah. So it's it's funny because I, I actually, I wanted to, I really wanted to go to Georgia Tech for undergrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was in Mississippi and there was an out-of-state fee. So I got accepted, yeah. but I didn't get the, the funding that I needed. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was also Jackson State. So Jackson State's program was not accredited at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, their computer engineering program. And then there was Tulane I applied to. Um, they were not accredited. I, I love New Orleans. It's like one of my favorite cities. And so uh, they were not accredited at the time either. And so Mississippi State reached out and I ended up getting a full ride. Oh, wow. There. And so I was like, okay, well, yes. My mom was like, yeah, that's where you're going. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's where you're going. There's no question. And so uh, I went there. And, uh, and again, I had had that previous experience previous experience yeah. in eighth grade. So I, I think that, you know, we, you don't th- really think about it, but I think, you know, sowing those seeds, mm-hmm. it really, Absolutely. it really helps like kids at a very young age, you know, bring them to this college or that college, it really sticks with them. And so that's, that's why I was like, you know, if I, if I had not done that opportunity, I probably would never have even considered Mississippi state um, because of that. And it was, uh, it was actually the top engineering program in the state. And for me to get a full ride, that's that's where I ended up going. That's amazing. Yeah, so I see why you were dashing from party to lab, <laughs> back to party, back to lab, and like, look, I cannot play with this. <laughs> no, I, I I know my priorities. I, I that's definitely one thing about me. You know, I, I do what I'm supposed to do, uh, when I'm supposed to do it. So yeah. So most people that like major in computer engineering or computer science tech fields, they tend to think, okay, right after school, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to pay off. You don't have any loans, but you know, I'm going to get into the workforce. So I'm going to make this money. That's what Right. This mm-hmm. money. So what made you say, you know what? I want to go to grad school. So it was uh, the summer bridge program uh, that I did. So that uh, if y'all are not familiar with summer bridge programs, it's basically Nashley, uh, are we the same person? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, we all are. We all are the same people because, and that's the uniqueness of what you all have created here. Like, I don't know if y'all understand 
the impact that you've had. I'm about to study this. Podcast. I'm about to find out what's going on for real. This <laughs> that's what requires further investigation. Y'all have created a space for people like us, whereas yeah. before we thought nobody out there existed. Right, that was like us. It's, so kudos to you, Maryland. No. But thank you for being part of <laughs> Mississippi, this. Mississippi, Florida, like we all did it. Right. It's the same. They all got us. They it's the same story. Copy paste. <laughs> right. Copy paste. They and all they wonder, us. like, how do you create more of you all? Like, just listen to the Here podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, uh, Summer Bridge was huge for me. Um, it allowed me to, you know, gain a sense of community. Um, I met a lot of people. I kind of got introduced to the campus early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am a big, uh, you know, uh, advocate for self care. I have anxiety, and so if I would have not done summer twenty twenty one, yeah, no, that's real. If I would have not done summer bridge, um, kind of like that pre introduction to everything. Mm-hmm. I, there's no telling where I would be. I may have even dropped out. I don't know. You know, something would have happened, but um, it, it made a really smooth transition for mm-hmm. me um, because, again, like I'm coming from Jackson, Mississippi, which is pretty much all black, everything. All black. All black. Going to a predominantly white institution, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, Summer Ridge was cool, but when I got in my classes, I was the only one. Right. Right. You know, I was. I, I told you I graduated third in my class, and I, I still felt behind in my very first coding class. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I thought this is where we were supposed to learn how to come. Right. <laughs> like, this is the intro. Like, yeah, why do we already know, know everything? Like, so, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was uh, you know, Summer Bridge definitely. So I remember one of the programs in the Summer Bridge program. So it's like you spend like a whole month or so before the, the fall semester actually starts on campus taking a course. Right. And they had different programs for speakers coming in and out to try to expose you to as much as possible to get to get you prepped and ready for the fall semester as a freshman. And so uh, and these programs exist you know, all over the country. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was taking advantage of everything. This is the type of person I am. They brought in someone one time who talked about grad school. And granted, I, I was not thinking about grad school before this. I'm like, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you work, make your money, mm-hmm. have a family. That's that's what we were taught. You know, that's I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship, yeah. grad school, starting your own this, buying property, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like nobody told me about that. And so, but this lady comes in, she starts talking about grad school. And then she got, she kind of got me thinking. I'm like, that don't sound too bad. You know, it's like, that's, that's, <laughs> Pretty. Wait, in hindsight, <laughs> did she tell you the truth? <laughs> no, she don't. You know, she right. she spared the details. The nice ah, details. I see, I see. Uh, but you know, and and again, all this was kind of naively. Remember, I was supposed to major in music, right? So I was, <laughs> I kind of like went into computer engineering because it was cool. Nobody told me all the you're gonna have to be in the lab overnight, or you know, you're right. in a pizza man. We get to know each other because <laughs> at the lab, you know, it's like. <laughs> This is my life, you know. So oh, wow. um, they spared all of the. I'm actually kind of glad people did not tell me all that because I, I probably would have been like, "Nah, fam, that's right? Not that's not. That don't sound good." And I'm not. I'm trying to get in and get out. But um, but she, yeah, she hyped it up. I, I forget her name, but um, she really intrigued me with her presentation uh, about learning more beyond just the undergraduate level and telling me. I think what really stuck with me is that this. Getting a PhD will get you into doors that you normally can't get in mm-hmm. without it. 
mm-hmm. uh, because of who you are. And it's kind of good. It's kind of bad. But yeah, I think the reality of it is that if you think about like I'm, I'm on I'm on boards for startups, I'm on boards for um, at the Pentagon. I've also been able to work at one of the top AI companies in the world. Yeah, she um, said the Pentagon. Right. <laughs> she just threw that out there. Like, Let me just guess my like, that, that's, that, that's not on the list. She threw it out there like it was Yeah, that's not even on the list. That's true. That's new. That's new right there. Okay. But uh, but I, I just think that, you know, had I not have gone to that, um, you know, get that advanced degree, which I went, went to Georgia Tech, I don't think I would be where I am today. So... Mm. And I think also it's it's more so less about me proving myself to them, but me but understanding who I am and how much I can take, mm. and and who I am and what I'm capable of. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's kind of what it was all about. So during this bridge program, you had this really awesome speaker, and it seems like they were like setting you all up to be on the path towards graduate school. So you applied to lots of places. I imagine. Funny enough. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I wanted to go to Georgia Tech for undergrad. So Mm -hmm. uh, really the only place I applied was Georgia Tech. That's amazing. (laughs) Wow. This is not, I don't recommend this. (laughs) Do not follow this advice. I just knew, hey, this was, Georgia Tech was supposed to be somewhere on my path, right? And so I said, okay, God, if I get in here, Great. If not, then hey, I won't. I won't go. And mm-hmm. this is really the only place I want to go. And so uh, I applied. I actually uh, took the GRE, and I remember I almost got a perfect score in the math. What? I, think I missed one question. Wow. But now English is a whole nother. <laughs> <about the English. laughs> yeah, they don't look at that part. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about that. that was that's less than less than stellar. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but the math part, you know, it's I told that hey, you need to focus on the math. So that's what yep. I did. Yep. I was actually an intern, my internship at IBM while I was studying for it, and I studied for it. And I took it, and I was like, okay, great. And uh, and I got in, and so and um, you know, I that's that's where I, I I went, and I I felt like, you know, at that point I'd interned at several places. Um, I actually had the gym fellowship. Um, okay, Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim. Jim paid for like my my first couple years at Georgia Tech, and I got a, a waiver. Uh, people don't tell you that sometimes it's just a matter of getting to know the people in the administration office, mm-hmm. and they will give you the waiver. They will give you the tuition waiver, whatever you need. You yep. know, you just kind of get to know them. They'll give you access to all these scholarships, all this funding, uh, and that was my situation. I wasn't the type that. You know, from the from the jump, I had like everything paid for. Didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about everything. I had to like figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jim was kind of the first thing that kicked that off. And I I, I basically pleaded for a tuition waiver, <laughs> um, and they gave it to me. Wow! <laughs> Shout out Jim for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Shout out. And so um, I had interned, I think, in India, uh, Indiana, Kokomo, Indiana, at Delphi. They used to make the the um, Bluetooth radios and the um, GPSs. Oh, um, yeah. And and at that time it was right during the recession, mm-hmm. um, 2008, I believe. Yeah, 2008. Wow, yep. And so when I started my internship, so I actually, with Jim, you, you have to intern and then go to school, intern and go to school. Mm-hmm. So 
I asked him, could I could I combine it into one big long internship? So that I wanted to, you know, keep going back and forward. That's cool. And so yeah, I know it's just like er, just remember everything is negotiable. Everything. Everything. Yes. Um, so if it's something that you want to request, don't be afraid to ask. I mean, the worst they can do is say no. I'm gonna pick that um, up and mm-hmm. put it in my pocket. That's a sound bite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and so and they agreed, and because they said, "Yo, it's great to have you continuously work on a project for a longer period of time than to have you kind of come back and, and bring mm-hmm. it up." Mm-hmm. And so I was up there. Uh, it was actually Kokomo, Indiana, and I was there for like almost almost that whole year, t- two thousand eight. Wow. This was during the recession. Wow. So when I started, not looking good. Yeah, when I started, there were like I think there were like ten people on my team. <clears throat> By the time I left, right before like July, August, I think it was down to like three. <gasps> wow. Um, people had been laid off. Uh, people were switched over to different teams, different offices. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, God knew like this. Is, I'm getting ready to go to grad yeah, school. Yeah, because you would have mm-hmm. been in that exactly environment. Yeah, not work environment. So don't chase the money, y'all. Right, right. It's a higher, it's a higher purpose out there, yeah. you know. Um, and then I knew too that the the North wasn't for me. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the twenty inches of snow and the, oh and the, yeah, you know. And I mean, it gets cold in, in Mississippi. It don't snow like that. Not let like me, that. Let me let me she, come closer to the camera. Very close to the camera right now. <laughs> it's okay, never, I'm, it's wait, never wait, wait, like wait, that. Wait. I'm saying this as a Floridian, okay? So you have to keep that in mind. I grew okay. up in Orlando. Okay. okay I might okay, as well have grown up on an island. Right. Okay? I got my said Bahamas. And and I'm I'm happy to say I'm going to Jamaica on vacation next month. Yes. So uh, I will get to experience all these wonderful mm. island things that people talk about. But um, yes, yeah, so I I knew that the South was for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and, and that's where my family was, you know. Um, and so Georgia Tech was really the only place I applied, and I got in, and um, I was able to get a funding situation that I kind of crafted together, and uh, and the rest is history. Wow. Wow. So what did you work on at Georgia yeah. Tech? Like, what was your research area? So I, again, like, <laughs> I, I love to uh, tell people about like how unique my situation was. It wasn't like I got into a, a, a assistantship, like they call them graduate research assistantships mm-hmm. or teaching assistantships. Um, and then they put me on a path to do research. Right. I had to figure out what mm-hmm. I was going to do. Yes. Like, and, and I know, I know me, and I know that I can't just get up and go to work and do work if I'm not passionate about it mm-hmm. and if I don't believe in what I'm doing. And so I, I kind of came up with something that I said, I knew I love music and I knew that uh, at the time, you know, machine learning was kind of, at, at that time it was just digital signal processing, to be mm-hmm. honest. So that was before all the, the buzzwords came out. But And I knew that Georgia Tech was the top thing for that. And so I needed to figure out a way to combine those two things. Mm-hmm. And so... My research was basically in finding a way to use different types of frequency analysis, so this is digital signal processing, to figure out attributes in music so that you can separate uh, the different sounds, the different sources of sound um, in music or in someone talking in, in conversations. Oh, that's um, cool. So they called it source separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was what my whole thesis was about and uh, figuring out a different way to look at the frequency so you can separate either the different parts in the music 
or the different conversations that are going on in the room. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, FYI, for those of you who aren't familiar with this area, this is an extremely difficult problem. <laughs> like she's explaining it's, it like it's like, oh yeah, you know, we just extract some frequencies and we yeah. get the sources and this. And she's is explaining it in a way that Jeremy can understand. Like- <laughs> no, but she's explaining it like it's simple. Like this is, and it's in time. Like mm-hmm. time is the component that makes this thing so difficult. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no. So it's it's funny because um, you know, I just I really I really uh, this was around around the time Garage Band the mm-hmm. the game came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this would be so cool if I could do this like in my research. <laughs> my research, I really oh, just wanted to play yeah. Garage Band. That's what that's inspired what, you. That's, that's what, so cool. And so, uh, so that's I, I figured no, out. No, Rock way. Band. Yes, Rock Band. Too. Rock yes. Band. Rock Guitar Band. Hero. Yeah, yeah, there was a then there was a Michael Jackson game that came yes. out. We, oh my <laughs> gosh, I was all about the weed back then. Um, like, you can't tell me nothing. But yeah, the whole separation. Yes, and like... the, the source separation. Uh, it's 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 an area of research, and so mm-hmm. um, you know, during this time, this was before. Can I just ask, were... like, what your favorite song was on Rock Band before you <laughs> go into play? Like, do oh, you remember? Man. Oh boy, uh, California. Uh, see. California. Mine was Black Hole Sun. <laughs> okay, okay. They, you know, they had they had some some interesting songs on there. Um, yeah, yeah. They're I not say California Dreamers. It's not yeah, they weren't really. <laughs> they had this one song by Maps called Wait. That's the one that was our favorite because it had a singer and all that. It's like wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they were none of our songs. But I hear it sometimes in the grocery store, and I'm like, okay, I know that song. Is it, I think it was the Joker song or something. See, I'm a Joker and I'm a something and I'm a something and I'm something. I don't know. I, I don't remember. <laughs> but you know, anyway, I was I was a musician, and so I was like, "Yo, it's gotta be tied to music somehow." Mm-hmm. Um, little did I know that that area of research would grow into machine learning. And that same, those same techniques can be applied to speech, music, video, pictures, Im, you mm-hmm. know, image recognition. And then people started training models. So, uh, and and this was like, I'm, I'm seeing this all unfold in front of me, you know, mm-hmm. while I'm in grad school. And I'm like, oh, so I guess this is AI now. <laughs> this, is like, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is kind of developed right in front of me. And, and these same skills that I worked at, before it was called this, it's the same technology that can be applied to many different signals. You just have different dimensions of signals, right? And so, you know, um, you think about uh, sound is two two dimensional, uh, images are three dimensional. Um, when you train models, it's multi dimensional. It could be hundreds, millions of dimensions, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's how you get the more granularity to separate these different classes of objects that you're trying to recognize. Yeah, and then you're deciding which features are the most important. So it's, yep. it's a yeah, it's a lot. She's explaining it so simply, and I'm like, you're <laughs> acting like this ain't difficult. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to. You know, I love it. I love it. So. I love it. Thank you for caring about me, Kyla. This is your research area. Get <laughs> out of here. It's on my street and walking into my house right now. <laughs> Yeah, I heard you talking about the ear earlier. Well, we had to, I had to like learn in my dissertation, there's a slide on the ear, how the ear mm-hmm. works. 
and how the humans we naturally separate sound. Yep. But how do you get an algorithm to do that that right. you that knows nothing about the sources? Which, right? by the way, like people think AI functions just like we do. Right. <laughs> it does it's artificial. Right. Literally. Artificial, meaning someone has to tell it. Like for us, we have a little bit of evolution working for us. You have your eyes that are telling you, oh, this type of sound is coming from that direction. This type of sound, okay, yep. I learned to separate it. But your mind doesn't do all those words. As you're a baby, you're learning these things and you, you know, you're training. So you need to train the algorithm yes, the same way training. you were trained that's as a that, baby. Right. Exactly. See, this is why, see, I've never talked this much about my dissertation. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> We oh care. no, about my dissertation. No, I looked up it. I was like, wait, she does. I do. She got so hyped when she read. Yeah, I looked up her advisor. I'm like, I'm about to invite him to come do a talk. <laughs> yeah. She, y'all about to be best friends for real after oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. I appreciate everything y'all doing. So, yeah. Well, we appreciate you because, Absolutely. I mean, after you graduated from school, you just went on a war path. Like, <laughs> blazing trails and showing people exactly who you are and what you're capable of and like being unapologetic for it and we love it we love it we met at a conference correct Um, grace hopper grace hopper yes celebration for women in computing shout Um, out to anita borg yes that'll work and yes let me just say like it was a it was a very it was serendipity or it was god mm-hmm. right like we just decided we were going to go to this google party mm-hmm. and it was like everybody was going to the google party and then yeah. like we get in there and suddenly blackness just took <laughs> over <laughs> like we were coming left right front back everybody right. just found this corner it was the black women migrate to each other it was Comfort. like a magnet yeah. it was like the work the, I, don't, the I don't know how that from... happened it was amazing and like we just sat down and we decided we were gonna color yeah and that was it like that that was it we that colored, we talked, we decompressed, we, we learned about life. Mm-hmm. We ate. <laughs> we took pictures. We took yeah, pictures. You know? We do have pictures from that event. And like I, from time to time, in the scrolling adventures through my phone, find it. And like there's some selfies of a girl who I don't remember at all. <laughs> what? Beautiful black queen. Don't know her name. But then there's like the, all the rest of us. And it's you and Amber and who else is in that photo? Uh, Stephanie oh, Lampkin, yep. uh, yep. Wanda Just, Eugene, uh, mm-hmm. uh, another person. Who's alone. I think it's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of folks. Yeah, there are a lot of folks, but it's so crazy how. You know like, how? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying it's so crazy how all our paths just intersect, and like we have such a shared common experience. Mm-hmm. You, you know how like all the movie stars know each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how I feel like we're movie stars. Yeah, we are computers. The black women. <laughs> The black women take computing circuit is a such a small mm-hmm. like sorority like it doesn't matter like I I really missed the conferences 
this yeah, passion. Not because I didn't get a chance to go, because I, I didn't get a chance to see people like y'all. Yeah. Likewise. So. Likewise. Because I feel like, like even like with some of the conferences, it just feels like a breath of fresh air. I call some of them chicken noodle soup for the black woman's soul. Like <laughs> it's just so, and I can't even put to words why these spaces are needed, but I definitely echo your sentiments. Like I'm missing these gatherings and these times to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we, you know, we're meeting up at conferences and stuff, I'm not sure how close after your graduation this was, like, were you, how close after graduation were you? Were you living in New York? What was, where was your trajectory? Yeah, so I, I left Georgia Tech uh, when I graduated, uh, going to New York City. Um, At the time, you know, again, I, I don't really apply for a lot of things. I just kind (laughs) of apply for the one that I really want. If it doesn't work, then I don't know what I'm going to do. But you heard what you said about them ordered steps. The steps are ordered. Mm -hmm. The steps are ordered. Believe it. Steps are ordered. So uh, I went to New York. I got the job. I remember talking to uh, some of my friends, and they said, "Yeah, go for it." I mean, this is a time in your life where, you know, don't don't worry about, you know, oh, you know, I might want to move to the south, and it's going to be cold. Like this is time to experience things, Mm -hmm. right? So keep that in mind. Like, once you start, the older you get, you know, the more involved you get with family, et cetera, it gets harder. And so just take it. Amen. (laughs) She know, y'all. She know. (laughs) Uh, So so I did. I took the opportunity and went to New York. I was there for about a year uh, working for uh, Exponent, which is a consulting firm. Um, And I was the, uh, we worked a lot with litigation cases and doing Mm -hmm. expert witnessing and um, expert testimonies for you know, big high profile cases where large corporations were basically suing each other uh, for various mm-hmm. things. And so um, very, very interesting experience. Um, I got a chance to uh, work on a lot of interesting cases and do a lot of investigative type work and just provide my expertise um, in those arenas. And uh, I remember getting a call from uh, Jewel Burke Solomon, shout out to Jewel. Ooh. She says that, hey, I raised the money with the prototype that you helped us build. And I'm wow. like, because I've been keeping in touch every now and then, you know, and I'm like, you know, you know y'all doing good. This is a company um, called Can Park I Pitch. pause for a minute? Right. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Do y'all know who she is? Right. <laughs> Say that. Do y'all know who Jewel Burke Solomon is? I hope Correct. Please, Correct. Please <laughs> look this amazing woman up. Okay. No, like, I'll put we're, a link to her too. I got it in the notes. The, put fact, her too. <laughs> the fact that you are just casually dropping that off, like uh, by the by, you know. Y'all besties, like it's cool, it's whatever. <laughs> like I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. You know, it, it was it was a very uh, special bond at the time. Uh, I remember being introduced to Jewel when I was still at grad school, mm-hmm. and I was I was like, you know, she said, "Hey, I'm trying to build this thing that you can recognize parts and images, and, and be able to measure the part and be able to say, hey, this is where you should go buy the part, like screws, nuts, bolts, washers, that sort of thing." Mm. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, that, you know, I could do that. That's my research, you know, uh, image recognition, this whole machine learning thing is kicking off. Um, you know, we can train models to recognize parts. And 
uh, can use image processing or computer vision, as they now call it, to um, you know use a size reference to get the uh, measurements of the part. Um, and now, actually, you don't even need a, a size reference. You can pretty much use these APIs that are already built into, at least this software is already built into the phones nowadays mm -hmm. to measure things when you point your camera at it. And so uh, I was able to put that together, build this prototype. Um, I remember when I graduated, she hadn't quite raised the money. Uh, so I said, like, look, I've been a poor grad student. Y'all know what I mean. Like, uh, how did y'all even meet? Like, how did you even meet? You're just I like, I want to them. So we had a mutual friend introduce us. Um, oh, Troy, so actually, Dr. Troy Nunnally, shout out to Troy, mm -hmm. he went to Georgia Tech as well. Um, and so, uh, and him and his brother, Travis Nunnally, they're twins, they introduced us. And so, um, I was able to build some of the, the you know, models that originally um, went into their prototype. Mm -hmm. For y'all, for those who don't know, like when you're a startup company and you're trying to convince people to invest in your company. For people who look like us, it helps to have a working prototype. Mm -hmm. Just an idea is, is like, it's cheap. Even though that doesn't work for the, for the other people, that works for them. Right. A lot of times it doesn't work for us. And so I was I was very happy to be able to contribute to that that prototype to say, hey, we, we can do this. Like, this mm -hmm. is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And um and by taking that into the room and saying, hey, take here's the app. Play with it. Try to break it. Um, you know, we, we, we stand by what we do. We know what we're doing. And that, you know, in turn led to her raising, uh, I think $1.5 million. Wow. Um, which at that time, this was like 2013, 2014. Yeah. That's more money I've ever seen in my life. Right. <laughs> so, so like, oh, snap. Okay. That's, I was able to help with that. Okay, cool. And so, uh, when she gave me that call, it was right before big conference called South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. um, and so she said, hey, you know, we, we got the money raised and I want you to be our CTO. So I put in my two weeks notice. <laughs> I think my boss, you know, it was like in the middle of like the worst winter ever in New York City, like the subways had shut down. And so oh, wow. I think uh, I was I was very happy to uh, put in that two weeks notice. And um, I remember him laughing at me like, you know, I told him what I was going to do. It's like he's laughing at me like, I hope you get rich. And I'm just like, what? Guess what I did? <laughs> yeah, like, I hope he's wow. you know sees all the the headlines and all the articles yes. and everything. You know, we will send you know. him this link. <laughs> if you give us his name anonymously, we will send him the link it, to this episode. You know, and it, and it just really goes to you know just how unique, maybe how crazy this whole career path has been. Like, I again, I never imagined. Being, you know, in this place, you know, selling a company to Amazon, that's what we ended up doing. Wow. Um, but but just like, you know, I'm just trying to do what I'm supposed to do and be the best at it. And, and mm -hmm. you'll, you'll see how far that will take you, you know. Yeah. Okay. So the company gets sold to Amazon, you know, for a sum. And then <laughs> for an undisclosed amount. Undisclosed amount. You know, I tell right. people, I, I say, I'm able to like, you know, purchase a lot of property, build this whole tech hub in Jackson, keep mm -hmm. the uh, the Bean Path nonprofit rolling. Um, but I'm still working. Right. So, <laughs> so hopefully I'll give you a, a sense of what the amount is. We can't tell you the amount, but right. hopefully right, right. Enough. Yeah, this is enough. It's enough. Yeah. So. so currently your role is completely different, though, from what 
the, the company that Amazon purchased. So how did you transition into your current role from with PartPick? Yeah, so I, I always wanted to go back home uh, to Jackson, Mississippi, and really Mississippi as a whole. Uh, majority of the state uh, is under the poverty line, uh, even today. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a big problem in what we call brain drain, mm-hmm. um, where people leave the state, they get educated in the state, but they leave the state because they can get better opportunities outside of the state than they can get in the state. And I just wanted to be a part of, you know, how can we solve this problem? Um, you know, I hate to think that the place where I grew up, the place that made me and I'm and I'm able to contribute to so many things out here in, in the tech and STEM industry. Um, how many more people are like me are there back at home mm-hmm. and maybe we can empower them, give them the opportunities, and help them see that, hey, there's a different route you can take. Um, I want to be a part of that solution. And so that's how I went back um, in 2018. Uh, I started we sold the company in 2016. Um, it took a while to kind of get acclimated. And then I, I went back in 2018 and said, hey, I want to start this nonprofit called The Bean Path. And uh, we did we do free tech help. We used to meet up at the local libraries um, with tech experts of all different areas um, and STEM experts and be able to talk to people who need help, um, who need help starting their business, who need help um, coming up with a new idea, if it's feasible or not. How do you create a technical roadmap? How do you know people are charging you too much money for, um, you know, software development, et cetera? Um, you know, grandmas out there, the the sisters at the church, you know, <laughs> set up a website yeah. or a social media page for the Sunday school class. You know, mm-hmm. how, how do they go about doing that? You know, we want to be the tech experts that people can come to in the community uh, as a safe space. You know, with no intimidation, we're not going to shame you. Uh, we're going to just help you get to where you need to be. And so that's where the Bean path came from. So most people don't know that Bean is actually a computer programming term. Uh, it's like a part of something. It's a, a small part of something that can grow into something bigger. And so a bean, of course, we think of bean, most people think of bean as a seed. Mm-hmm. You know, most people don't know if you drop a a, a, a black eye pea or a llama bean into the uh, into the ground and, and you fertilize it, give it enough nutrients, it's going to grow into something much bigger. It's going to grow into a vine. It's going to produce more fruit that can produce other fruit. And so uh, we like to think of the bean path as a place where you can come and find out, uh, cultivate the sprout and determine your route. That's our, our motto. Ooh, um, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was rapping. You know, I, was <laughs> I got bars. I can feel, feel it. And I, it was probably in a room with Amber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Amber was definitely in the mix. She definitely was in the mix. Uh, and so I think it's it's really important to show people that you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to make a certain amount of money. You can be a part of this whole STEM, STEM game, too, to help you get to wherever it is you're trying to go. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So is is the mission still the same? Like, Because I looked this up. And it says the mission is to sow technical expertise to grow networks and fertilize community. Yes. Pay, yes. So it's like, it's like it, all that. It, <laughs> It's all, all, it's all in there. And, um, you know, the, the big connection to uh, kind of like gardening and farming, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi is a huge agriculture state. That's mm-hmm. the majority of uh, uh, a lot of the, the income that comes into the state, um, except for in the, the urban areas. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, it's very important to understand that, you know, this technology, uh, STEM, 
it's, it's not meant to change us. It's just meant to enhance our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if that's agriculture, if that's journalism, is that if you're in the medical field, um, we just want to show you, hey, you know, we can make your life a little bit easier by using these tech tools. That's what we do through the Bean Path. Um, that was the in, uh, initial intent of the the mission um, to bridge the tech gap in Mississippi, um, starting with the capital city. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and the greater Jackson area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that uh, it's important to to understand, you know, how we meet the community where they are. Yeah. Um, if I came in there, and I often say, like, sometimes, you know, if I were setting up shop in Silicon Valley, and I had like a little lemonade stand saying, hey, free AI advice from <laughs> AI expert from Amazon, Dr. Nash, to see, I would have a line like down the, down the street, mm-hmm. you know, um, if I do that in Mississippi, in Jackson, they're like, <laughs> why is she outside? First of all, like, it's, it's hot cold. out there. It's, <laughs> it's hot, whatever it is. It's this lady crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, and then like, why is she, what is, what is AI mm-hmm. anyway? You know, and so yeah. we, we want to meet people where they are. You know, whether that's having fish fries, we're going to have barbecues I'm, for the kids. Look, let me just get on the board or something. Let me be like a friend of, of the nonprofit <laughs> and I will right. come and be a part of all the things, you know? Yes, yes. I got we, people we, I can stay with. We want y'all to come out, uh, everybody. You know, we, we have a whole host of uh, things that we're involved evolving into. You know, it started out with just a few people meeting up at the libraries that grew into something so much bigger that uh, we're getting ready to hire full-time staff. Yeah, We've wow. raised almost a million dollars mm-hmm. uh, from corporations and sponsors so far uh, in it, just in this past year alone. Um, so we can kick off our new year. Um, keep in mind, I'm still at Amazon. I'm still at Amazon. Yeah, right. Amazon. You've got a full-time <laughs> job. Right. I have a whole full-time job. But you and also so, have a, a passion for I, something yes. bigger than you. a full-time mission as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and I, and I, I say this story uh, quite often, but I remember talking to, uh, when I first joined Amazon back in 2016, uh, talking to one of our, our managers, he was an Indian guy, uh, he was a product project manager at the time, and um, I overheard him saying, like, yeah, I own, like, three shopping malls in India, and I'm still doing Amazon and still getting this. It's how I use my stock. Mm-hmm. I borrow money against my stock. I don't have to pay my stock and I can use that as capital to start mm-hmm. new businesses. And I just was listening to this guy. I was like, I'm doing this corporate thing all wrong. Exactly. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, I thought when I, when I made it to Amazon, I made it. You know, like mm-hmm. that's what it taught us. You know, you get the job, mm-hmm. you made it. But y'all, there's so much more to it. Um, these people are out here doing everything. They're, yeah. they're doing it all. And so I just want to, you know, uh, learn how I can be a part of, you know, the the mission at Amazon, uh, as well as do what I'm really passionate about outside, you know, in my community. What you and were actually called to do. What yeah. I was actually called to do. And, and it's been uh, such an informational uh, journey and, and something that, again, never imagined I would be mm-hmm. here. Um, it somehow ended up me purchasing 14 acres of land, eight buildings, um, possibly expanding to more acres. Some you got a whole Disney World over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just amazing to me, you know, so. So do you have like, you know, what are your plans for the space right now? So we have a 14 acre 
live, work, play, tech hub that we're calling the Jackson Tech District. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have uh, my co-founder, Dr. Amber Johnson, you all um, interviewed her, um, really excited about what's to come. Uh, she's also a Jackson native, we're both Jackson natives. Uh, again, having been out in the tech world and STEM industry and, and uh, understanding how much, you know, financial stability that can bring to yeah. somebody, how much, uh, you know, economic growth that they can bring, um, seeing these tech ecosystems uh, grow and develop all around me, even in Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. when, I, when I go visit the West Coast, um, you know, on work, travel, even having lived in New York City. Um, even places close to Jackson, Mississippi, as Memphis and New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Dallas, et cetera, um, these places are, are growing exponentially in terms of the tech ecosystem, and it's really benefiting everybody. Um, and, and in Mississippi in particular, uh, you know, we have to figure out how to make this work in a, in a way that includes everybody. Yeah. Um, and as I like to say, a rising tide lifts all boats Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I get calls from the governor's office, uh, from the local uh, mayor, and, mm-hmm. and they're saying, hey, how can we be involved? How can we be, how can we be plugged in? Um, and understanding that, you know, I really just wanted to be able to take what the bean path was doing and expand and scale it. It's one thing I learned at Amazon is how to scale. That's great. Um, okay. and, and how do you take that and be able to replicate it in so many different ways? Mm-hmm. And, and so by I think that's important but, though, nationally. Like I think that's a really important point. Like, you know, we all have our jobs and things that we use to pay the bills, right? Right. But <laughs> what can we learn from those experiences that we get, whether they be while we're getting our education or when we take these roles that we can apply to make real legitimate change Mm -hmm. right like the ripple effect is it could be infinite if if all of us were able to just like be a little bit more selfless right and like yeah yeah really Ah. pour into other people the way that we were poured into to get to where we are today absolutely and i i want to i want to pause and say uh you know by you all being in in the academia world I think I don't. I don't think I remember having my first black professor until like I got to grad school, and it was like only one. Yeah. Uh, the, shout mm-hmm. out to Ayanna Howard. Oh, oh yeah, that's Dean, Dean, Dean Howard oh, at, yeah. at Ohio. Howard. Dean Ohio at one <laughs> at some school in that mm-hmm. one state. Yeah, yeah. we'll call it that. <laughs> so uh, you know, and and man, if I would have had that influence on my life so early, and fortunately, I had I had a, a great mentor, um, Dr. Donna Reese at Mississippi State University. Uh, but to see a woman who looked like me, you know, doing what I wanted to do like that, that would have been a game changer, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I definitely applaud what y'all are doing. Uh, I know it's not hard. I know it's not easy um, to be in those spaces. Um, you know, the, the academia, uh, the uh, tech ivory, I forgot what it was called. Ivory, oh, the tech ivory tower. And the black and white. Uh, but, but it's, 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 it's difficult. I know it is. Um, and so, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You're changing lives. It, it may not feel like it sometimes, but you definitely are. Thank you. I need that. Really helps, Cause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my days be long. <laughs> hey, I know, I know, I know. Well, Okay, I, I, we could talk to you forever, and in <laughs> fact, we're just gonna invite you back and yeah, talk to you some more. It. 
Absolutely. Because we need to know, we need to, people have questions, you know, they got to know some stuff and having an entrepreneur and somebody who's an industry and somebody who's gotten their PhD and somebody who's from like the black community, the blackest of black communities (laughs) in the United States of America. Like, I think you represent a lot of the intersections that we we try to address on the show. So yeah, yeah, and hopefully we do it in person next time. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, I'm down to go to oh, Mississippi. Okay. I can go shopping. Y'all don't know about the shopping. So I'm ready. <laughs> you ready? Okay. I, I'm ready. I've never been. So. Let's go to Jackson. I'm, I'm here for it. Let's go see my I family. I got you. I got some you. Food. Okay. So you have such an amazing thing going on right now in Jackson with the Jackson Tech District and Bean Path. How do people find you so they can lock into what you have going on? Yeah, so I, I, I welcome everyone to uh, follow us uh, at The Bean Path uh, on social media. Um, you can check out our website as well, thebeanpath.org. Um, it's T-H-E-B-E-A-N-P-A-T-H.org. Um, you can sign up to, to be a volunteer, to work with some of our um, uh, tech companies and startups, or you can also volunteer for our tech office hours. Uh, or sign up for tech office hours if you need tech help and guidance. We can help you there. Um, also, if you want to follow information and how the whole story with the Jackson Tech District unfolds, you can follow us at JXN Tech District um, on social media or uh, check out our website, our newsletter at jxntechdistrict.com. Um, and lastly, if you want to follow me personally, i um, doing a lot of things, sometimes random things. Um, <laughs> like gardening. And, right, like, like gardening. Like gardening. Oh, you know, if you want to know about the gardening, uh, uh, <laughs> at Phenomena Ashley on social media. Um, it's P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-S-H-L-I-E. So definitely happy to connect. Uh, I, re- I usually apply to most of all the messages. Aww. So reach out to me, LinkedIn. It might take me a little while. but A benevolent I'll, I'll social reply. media yes. influencer. That's amazing. <laughs> But thank you so much, Nashley. I know you're so busy. We appreciate you taking the time to just come and share your story, talk about what you're doing, because mm-hmm. this is something we think that a lot of will resonate with lots of people. Your story inspires many lives. So I'm glad we made this finally I happen. After ten the- years later, <laughs> ten years. a whole decade. <laughs> Here we are. Thank y'all so much. I really appreciate it. And I hope that, um, you know, somebody's inspired. Um, I hope I can I'm help inspired, in some kind of so way. I'm inspired. Thank I need yeah, to go check that box. It's done. Mm-hmm. We did it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. As always, you can find us on our website, modernfigurespodcast.com. Send your questions to ask us at modernfigurespodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter. Kyla is at Dr. Underscore Kyla, and I am at Jeremy Waysom. Visit modernfiguresinc.com to learn more about our nonprofit organization aimed at promoting and engaging with women and girls interested in science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and of course, computing. Until next time, stay moisturized, hydrated, mind your business, and protect your peace.